Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I am Eric Stufert, and I'm here today with Charles Manning, the CEO of Cochava. Charles, how are you? I'm well. Thanks, Eric. Thanks for uh, having me and getting a chance to share more. Yeah, very excited to, to have you here today. So the first question, what does Cochava do? You bet. So Cochava's been around since 2011. We really started, our history is in being a mobile attribution analytics vendor. We were big believers in the app ecosystem early on and saw a big opportunity to fill a gap around attribution analytics. Since that time, we've really progressed and evolved the platform to be an omni-channel attribution platform that covers certainly mobile apps and the mobile ecosystem, but also a more expanded view around kind of any connected device to be able to measure on mobile, on CTV, on console, and then to provide a series of solutions on top of that kind of core attribution analytics offering, like fraud prevention, data management and syndication, identity tools, so that you can kind of link audiences together from various different connected devices, uh, media cost aggregation, and have really just followed the customer base on what they've asked for as we've evolved the system. Okay, let's talk product. What does your product do? How does it work exactly? So because of our heritage, you can kind of assume how our product works and what it does. If you know anything about attribution, you know, our, our core business is we measure and uh, observe any of the exposure that happens, i.e. impressions that get trafficked by advertisers through their media partners. All of the corresponding clicks of engagement against that exposure, those impressions. And then we also measure all of the first party data that's related to our advertising customer whether it's a, an app launch or a, a visitor to a website, a post-install event like a level completion on a game or an add to cart in a commerce app within our content streaming customers could be a video being played. And our core business is to, in real time, take all of that signal and bring that together in a configurable waterfall so that our advertisers can understand the causality of when they put ads to work What's the return on that investment? And is it really moving the needle in terms of driving and building that audience? So the net net is that it's really a real-time systems technology platform with different categories of signal. And then what's unique about what we've built is that we've really opened up that Pandora's box and allowed our customers to have a configurability element to that waterfall so that they can say, you know, not all ads are created equal. I'm going to have a greater weight for this particular ad because of its size or it's a seven-second interstitial. Uh, I may want to have a, an approach where I take fractional attribution, where there's some kind of value to the first impression, but a preponderance of value to the last click, even though there's a lot of arguments that last click is kind of useless, but really give the customer the ability to be part of that equation and that calculus. And, and what category do you compete in? I guess you consider yourself an MMP or... Yeah, you know, we, we started as an MMP, we've grown up as an MMP. I think we probably compete in a few different ways today. Certainly the MMP category still today, it's much more omni-channel than it was 10 years ago in that, you know, we're measuring a whole bunch of different types of devices and, and bringing that view together. The second category, which I know we're not, we're not going to talk about today too much, is we have a data product called the Kachava Collective, and that's sourced from a variety of SDK partners. And we built that because our customers wanted to have more access to data and we wanted to make it available to them in their first party view. Um, and so in that business, we compete with a different type of category. None of the MMP companies really have a data 
offering. And so we compete in a different way uh, in that category. And then there's a, a third model that's relatively new. Um, and that's where we're providing first-party measurement for publishers. Uh, and that's largely because of the changes that have happened in the privacy space, where there's an inability to kind of take data, cross-compare it between different companies. Premium publishers are wanting to kind of own and control their own view and have a first-party measurement system to do that, as opposed to relying on the measurements that are coming from the advertiser's product. So that's a whole separate SaaS product that we sell now as well. Got it. And kind of given that scope, who would you consider to be your most direct competitors? I think day in, day out, what people think of us being competitive to is call it the classic badged MMPs. So apps flyer, adjust, branch. Oftentimes there's different dynamics for each one of those competitive sets. So it could be vertical oriented. So like gaming companies, you know, Justice had a very strong success in serving the gaming community. Apps flyers to some extent, gaming, obviously a, a very large player serving the gaming ecosystem. It could also be regional. Uh, you know, in Asia, Apps Flyer is a very strong player for those companies that are going international out of Asia. So it kind of depends on each one of those categories. Got it. What would you say makes your product unique from some of those competitors? For instance, different features, data integrations, interoperability with other platforms? That's such a good question. I kind of think of this world, and I think you could probably resonate with this. There's kind of the, the high-level talking points, which are the points that are always talked about in a you know, a mantelpiece of what makes things unique. And invariably, every vendor says the same talking points. And so it makes it incredibly difficult to actually ascertain what's truly different here. Mm -hmm. We have fraud mitigation tools. We have uh, data management tools. And yet, extents and a broad base of integrations, very strong deep leaking capabilities. If you were to talk to any other MMP, they'd probably say the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think what's unique about Kochava is we've really taken the position from day one as a record level, first party analytics, real-time systems approach. So that then ends up paying dividends in all these different solutions. So for example, we store all the data on behalf of our customers and it's of course their data, it's sharded in our, our SaaS environment, but it's their data and it's not aggregated with others. We look at that at a record level. There are other vendors that aggregate any record level data that's not attributable. Mm -hmm. And then you have a count of counts for that data. And so the implication of that, just that one simple example, is your capacity to cross compare from an analytics view perspective, record level information for organic versus attributable becomes very, very limited. And your ability to really look at that data to use it for fraud mitigation or for uh, understanding what your organic audience is doing as a control point to cross compare against your paid media becomes very limited. The other implication of that is that when you pre-dimensionalize data, then the customer, the marketer, can only see that data in a way that you've already decided will be pre-dimensionalized. In our system, because everything's record level, you effectively have the ability to hunt and pack and identify interesting patterns that are emerging from your growth activities. And then as you see them, look at new dimensions and ways in which you want to operate and act on that information. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv.